tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Rain After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. That is the theme song of Rain, although these days you wouldn't know it. Where is it? <laughs> they don't incorporate it so much anymore. I think it's a flaw. They should. Yes, because we love it. Bring it back. That's right. And the images that they had in there, you know, very look mu- so music cool. video. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I am your host, Phil Svitek, and Keaton tonight is is not here today. She is visiting a different type of castle, the Magic Castle, believe it or not. Ah, fun. So she's doing that. Uh, she sends her best, and she'll, she'll be back. Now, the, fu- the fun part is, if you guys want to really torture her, she hasn't seen the episode yet. So uh, tweet her <laughs> and try to, try to spoil some stuff for her, or just throw in stuff that's not even in the episode, oh. and she's going to be so tormented. <laughs> yeah, she will. <laughs> oh my goodness. But we do have a newcomer to this panel, uh, so I want her to introduce herself to this panel, and you know what? I'm excited to have her. This is the first time her and I have worked together, and but I'm, I'm excited to get her thoughts. Awesome. Well, hey everyone. My name's Alina Vision, and I'm so excited to be on this panel. Huge fan of the show, and especially a fan of the season. Can't wait to get mm-hmm. into it. Is it specifically because of Elizabeth? Yes. I love the fact that there's a parallel between. Mm-hmm. Now we know kind of what's going on in England, and we know what's going on, you know, in France, and Elizabeth is completely different, I think, than she's ever been portrayed, at least from what I've seen. Are you a history buff? A little bit. Okay. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. So I I like it. I like it. When you say that, how was she portrayed to you in the past? I mean, there's there's the other Bolin girl that I, that's the the only fair reference. Bolin, yes, her mom, yeah. Um, but if you ever watched, you know, like the movie Elizabeth, mm-hmm. um, I think completely different. So, okay. yeah, I kind of like it. Fair enough. No, I, 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 I 100% agree. And mm-hmm. I know Keaton in particular, too, was waiting last season. When is Elizabeth going to come? And, right. and now that she's there, I, I do find it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to we're going to hold off on Elizabeth. OK, just for a little bit. Uh, I want to start with a question first, and then we'll kind of backtrack. Is is this, does this mean that Francis is safe? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? I actually think he's still going to die. Okay. Yeah. And the reason I ask that Mm -hmm. uh, for for you fans, if you're wondering why I'm asking this, is, you know, we've been spoiling the fact that Francis will die. Right. And was this all that it was going to come to? His death all of two minutes? So I feel like there's more... I don't think he's safe, although obviously the episode's called The Price, so the price of his life is the cost of another's, which which is obviously very, very costly. Yes. Um, especially the way they built it up. But I don't think – but even with that, just because someone died doesn't mean that someone else can't still die, i.e. Right. Francis. Right. And I, I mean, as history has shown – You know, we kind of know where that's going, (laughs) but um, I think when Mary said, you know, I I'll give my life for him, she didn't realize that it wasn't going to be her life and it was going to be. Here's the thing, and and that's sort of you don't get to choose. Yeah, you don't. No, you can't just be like Bash. Why doesn't anyone listen to Bash? Bash was telling them, you know, you really got to think about this. And well, we'll uh, we'll certainly get to that. We'll we'll certainly (laughs) dissect it more. uh, real quick, let's talk about let's talk about Greer. Okay. She finally makes a reappearance in this episode, and you know she she's kind of moved brothels as it may be, right? And she gets told to you know just be careful because obviously her her girls are most susceptible to whatever's going on, right? Which is still to me the most frustrating plot line because I you know. I just don't know what the super. What's your take on any times brain goes into the supernatural territory? Because I sound like a broken record at this point. <laughs> I like some of it. I think some of it kind of. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Goes too far, but um, it adds another element and another flavor to the show. And it's not just something kind of more historical. I think it, you know, makes it a little bit more entertaining. I think, yeah. And what do you what do you think the, uh, this thing is? Who knows? I mean. They think it's, you know, a witch, and clearly not, but I have no idea, actually. What do you think it is? I, I, I think it's, it's obviously some sort of demon, at least that that's the way they're hinting towards right. it. At this point, it kind of has to be some possessed thing. It can't just be a human, mm-hmm. not with what's going on. But at the same time, it also... You know, uh, going into the Delphine storyline, you know, it also just shows how, even though people are good, how far they can really take what uh, is otherwise a good idea. So, so with the whole, right. you know, at, at, with the nuns, right? The way they yeah. were with the cross and everything, it's just and burning just get, her. Yeah, just to get the quote unquote demon out. And I feel like there's a better way to get a demon out. <laughs> That's a crazy type of exorcism, but I mean, back in those days, I, hey, it's it's crazy. Yeah, and so it's just I, yeah, the ends justify the means, but no, not no, really, they don't. not really. And it's crazy. I mean, even you can tell the reaction when people see that Bash is affected by it, and um, mm-hmm. when Charles sees that Bash, you know, is actually getting burned, just like it's just he even thinks it's crazy. That nuns, you know, or somebody would be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, g- going back to Greer real fast, mm-hmm. again, she very small role, but, um, again, you had kind of the Delphine storyline intertwined with her. But then the other part was Charles is visiting this brothel, and, yeah. and she says, you know, watch out for him because <laughs> he's making not-so-good friends. And All right. What do, we, what do we think about young Charles? I mean, here's a kid that last episode you thought was – at least I did, was on the up and up. And today, you know, Francis gets upset with him for being late to the meeting, but then he gives his reason. Mm-hmm. Is he a man? Is he not a man? Is he ready to be a man? He's, what, 16 years old? Something like that? Yeah. I think that's what they said. Um, and, you know, he, visiting brothels, doing his thing-ish. Is that what men apparently <laughs> no, do? No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think he's trying to be a man because I'm, he, you know, he feels the pressure that he's going to be king and he doesn't know how to deal, deal with it. I don't know if any 16-year-old really at that age can like mentally deal with it. So he's just, I don't know, raging hormones. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I do think actually that is one of the reasons why he probably went to the brothel was not necessarily, it, it was just because to that's be where out. men go. Right. Exactly. It was, it's a bar t- Brothel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but good for Greer for having, you know, her own business. Don't really follow the brothel, but you know, a bar. Hey, <laughs> what's your what's your stand? Because we haven't uh, we we've seen moments of of Lath, we've seen moments of Greer. What's your take on on that love story? Do you want them together? Do you feel like it's better that they're not? I kind of feel. I mean, at first, I definitely wanted them together. But then I see how they're doing their own thing separately, and mm-hmm. I kind of like that. What do you think? I I want I want Leith to stand by what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's what it, if that's what he means, and that's what he feels, then then he shouldn't. And if Greer really means what she means, then good. Right. Um, you know. Now, do I want Claude and Leith together? I think as a fun <laughs> element, yes. Right, yeah. Uh, and I'm surprised we didn't get more of that tonight, but that would be interesting. Yeah, so what do you think is going to happen there? Because she walks in on him laying one of her ladies. Yeah, but that was the best sort of exchange right. that could have come out of that. So I thought I give the writing a lot of credit. Right. Um, and, and I talked about that last episode. So, um, yeah, I, I want... I would like to see that storyline, but it, you know, in terms of Charles, uh, I think I think he's still. 
I mean, part of it had that even though he's not necessarily ready in terms of knowing everything, mm-hmm. I think there's also a mentality aspect to it, right? So when he's when he's sword fighting today, and he says, "Okay, we're finished," and Francis tells him, "Like, no, you're not." Right. So it's one of those aspects that if you want. Even if you're not ready, you got to just keep going. That's it's the exactly. will to to do better. It's just it's what's going to happen too. You just you have to step into the part. Sometimes you're not necessarily ready for it, but you learn as you go. And like Francis said, you have to act the part. I think that's what he needs to start doing. Charles is act acting the part. part. Yeah, fake it till you make it. I don't know. Well, the, and, and that's going to be I think the most strenuous thing is because. It, you know, as Francis said, you're you're always putting on a performance, right? But with who and how long is it? Literally twenty four seven? Because you know, Francis, you could say the only person that he can be honest with is perhaps Bash and certainly Mary. Mary right. But then, can can you count anyone beyond that? I don't think so. I think when you're a royal, you just have to keep that circle so small with who you know you're actually real with. I think everyone else, it's you know. Has to play the part. You who, have to. You have to. You know, exude strength and power. And who can Charles be honest with? Oh goodness! Like, can he be honest with with Catherine, I with Claude, been, with Mary, with Bash? Or he's been more honest with Francis. I think just by telling Francis and Mary, just by telling them, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't. You know, all of that. I think he's been most honest with them. I don't think he's been. Well, I don't know about so much about Mary. I don't think they've had too many interactions, but Francis, right. yes. Well, Mary's normally in the room. Okay. For the most part, so. Well, except when they're horseback riding right. and other stuff. Right, but yes. exactly. So I think just that. So we'll see. I I do think there is a little bit of hesitancy. And maybe that's just me going back to the time when, uh, remember when he says, you know, don't worry, I'll I'll be able to produce an air for you. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just, that's just complete arrogance, yeah. or was, on his part with Mary. Exactly. So, and that still holds, that's part of my judgment. Do you think that's just him being a 16-year-old, just, you know, kind of puffing out his chest and letting his tail flutter fly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And yeah. Again, he's just, I think, unfortunately, he's just going to have to learn very quick. I mean, last episode, he could have poisoned that. Yes. Girl. And a girl that he liked, ironically. Exactly. So. You know, poison flies pretty rampant around the castle. Well, certainly with Catherine. Catherine, exactly. Now and she's back in play. She is. She mm-hmm. is. And we'll, uh, let's, th- let's talk about Claude. Okay. Um, you know, here she... Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, th- there was an article, I think, AV Club did it, where, you know what? They applauded how Claude and Catherine were able to, when when you just lose, sometimes it's better just to, you don't have to be a good politician, but mm-hmm. just be an uh, an asshole about it. Right. And we learned a lot about Catherine and, and how far she was willing to put Claude out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were. Oh, my goodness. I mean, she was pretty much, you know, kind of pimping her daughter out to get votes as regent. Did you agree with this tactic? <laughs> no. I think she could have done it on her own. Um, obviously, the guy wasn't going to give her the vote to begin mm. with. But I thought it was interesting to watch both of them work together. And, you know, when they both turned around with, like, you know, their boobs pushed up. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, but, I mean, Catherine knows how to get what she wants. Except that time, she did not get what she wanted. She did not. No. So, what did you think about that whole plot? First off, I think it's going to come back. Obviously, it has to because Mm -hmm. she's trying to get votes. And, you know, there's him. There's also Narcisse. Uh, So, I think that's going to play in a major way. But but just the story in general of how rude she was and how her past is coming back to haunt her, Mm -hmm. I think is very telling her past does always kind of come back to haunt her. It was her daughter that was living in uh, the castle. Not Claude, but the one yes. with, I can't remember her name. But yeah. yeah, I mean, everything she does that, you know, isn't good eventually comes back to haunt her. So I'm sure there's a lot more stories like that out there uh, where I came from, for sure. But would you, I mean, but, but in some sense, is this 
can it uh, be somewhat of a catalyst for change within her? Because this was an awful story. And as much as I, I love Catherine, mm-hmm. and her number one excuse has always been, you know, my family, my family. Right. And I can just, for the most part, everything up until that point, I could have justified with that fact. Mm-hmm. But this was, that they had nothing to do with family. Right. She was just rude. Right. In the worst of ways. I think she's changed a little bit. Um little bit, and I mm-hmm. specify a little bit. Um, obviously, the story was when she was younger and probably power-hungry and just, you know, very arrogant and all of that, which she kind of is now. But I think you could see the expression on her face. She was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I actually did that. Oh, she, You could tell she kind of felt some remorse. But why not, even if you didn't, couldn't win necessarily the vote, mm-hmm. I think there was a way to show genuine sincerity as right. opposed to i mean people were saying like <laughs> when he says she died a, a year later and then Catherine's response is of course she did yeah right. like, how exactly. unsensitive is that exactly she like had that split second of oh my goodness like i did this to this girl and then she says that and it's right back to regular Catherine that we know yeah. And then that was the thing, because, I mean, there was no doubt that he was digging for all of this, you mm-hmm. know, and, and he wanted to, you know, put the proverbial right. dagger in her. And this did that. And the fact that she said that, I don't think it implies change. And yeah. I don't think she, there was no indication later in the episode that no. she would. Certainly not when she was dealing with the Narcisse or anyone else. I agree with you there. I was just talking about for that split little moment when he, she's actually hearing the story. You could tell, I think, that she, like, had a little bit of remorse. A little bit. And then it, it, you know, fizzled away. When she realized she wasn't going to get the vote, fizzled away. What do you think Claude's going to do with this information? Not in the sense, like, oh, she's going to tell out, go and spread rumors about Catherine, but in the sense of, wow, this is who my mother truly is, or was at least. I think she knows who her mom truly is. I mean, she knows she's tried to poison a lot of different people. I, I honestly, I don't know what she'll do with that information. I don't know if that's enough information to make her think. I shouldn't be this way. Right. I don't. I don't know. Because do Claude, think? in many ways, she's she's the personification of what that story implies. Right. So I think, you know, was, from a writing perspective, it was very much by design, beyond just you know, whore out my daughter. Right. For her to hear this side of it. Right. Because it is a cautionary tale, and you know what? I I, I think I, I don't think it's beyond Claude to have these types of stories. Very true, very true. So maybe she will take it and not yeah. do as her mom does. Hopefully, I <laughs> yeah. mean, I, I, I gave I gave Claude credit last time, and I I think you know. Speaking of, we talked about Charles growing up. I think Claude, I. I you know, if, if you could make her the king, I think she would make a better king than Charles, Charles. at this moment in time. Right, right. I agree. I agree with you. I think she has more knowledge kind of about, of how things work, and I think yeah. she would make a better queen. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Uh, so there you go. And, you know, here I, I like the storyline of, of Catherine kind of going out for power. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked her interaction with Francis uh, where she says, you know, why wasn't I consulted? And he said, you know, your number one job is to make sure that Charles becomes king. Right. Otherwise, you're back back in prison. Yeah, back to the cellar. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Francis and Catherine's relationship in that regard? Should he find a way to forgive her a little bit more? You would think because it's his mother. I, normally, I would say yes, but you just never know what she's up to. She's like that character you just love to hate, but her drama just makes the show so interesting. But she's such a good, um, she would be a good regent because she is very tactical. She knows how to run a country. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, what do you think? I, you know, I agree. It's, it, it's a power that if you harness in the right way can be great. Right. But the problem is, you know, it's just one of those things that it you leave 
while you you're able, as she later says, and we'll we'll talk about Narcisse and Lola and how you know how they playing with Catherine, but as she says to Narcisse, you know we're people that get results, right? And at the pace at which she gets results, it also has as the name of this episode a price. And yes. sometimes that price is too costly. Whereas with with Mary's tactic and all that, you know, even though the information that Catherine had would have been very useful mm-hmm. and could have saved lives, nonetheless, the result, you know, is still what it needed to be. Right. In, at least in terms of the trade routes. Right. So yeah, they, they've shown that they don't need Catherine. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so what do you think her role is now going to be? It's going to... I mean, the obviously, the the way in the perfect world of mm-hmm. Mary, how she structured it, Charles mm-hmm. then becomes king. Right. Uh, Catherine becomes regent. And Mary goes off to Spain or Scotland. And that, right. that's, you know, kind of France is left to, to deal on its own. Mm-hmm. And without the threat of Mary there... What the heck's Catherine going to do? Right. Now, is that going to happen? No. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) No. Mary, if there's one thing that's pretty much certain, Mary's fate and Catherine's fate is just so intertwined. Completely. Completely intertwined. And it has been, I don't know, since obviously the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think they're going away. No. But now speaking of people, uh, fates that are intertwined, Lola, Narcisse, and Catherine. Well, first off, yeah. what are your true thoughts on Narcisse? At first, I did not like him, but I really liked how his character kind of arced, and I ended up liking him. He kind of redeemed himself in my eyes, and I was actually cheering for him to get with Lola. I think they're kind of a good couple. I don't know. For some reason, you could tell he really likes her. And then in this episode, he does, you know, a shady thing or two, and by stealing that man's land. You didn't think it was shady enough that he put rats with messages? Yes, that's the other thing. (laughs) I said a thing or two. I'm so just saying, he, I mean, yes, only if, if, if a man wooed you, hopefully oh, it would not be under no, those terms. No, no, no. Um, but, you know, he's he's kind of like Catherine. He's very tactical, and he tries his artist to get what he wants. So I think their little love triangle is very interesting, because you can still tell that there's some heat and some fire between Catherine and Narcisse. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. And I, I think she is right. You know, yes, she makes you happy, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you're someone that likes to obtain stuff, and she was your prey. Now that you right. have her, are you going to get bored with her? <clears throat> and I think he will. Yeah, I think he will too. I don't, I don't know how long it'll take, but um, I think he will, and I think something's going to happen. Probably. And here's the thing: the, the, the truth eventually. Uh, Lola's very smart, right? The way she picks up on the mud and and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So here is a lie. There's a difference between a white lie and this. If this comes out and yeah. you don't, re- you are a hundred percent furious. There's no offense. There's something wrong with you in that case. Yeah, we need to go seek therapy <laughs> because that 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 becomes an abusive relationship. Right. Exactly. Um, and yeah, she, she's you know. I mean, married. let me ask you. What, what, <laughs> hard to imagine. I, I agree. <laughs> but if you found out. That's that the, the person that you fell in love with literally did something similar in this fashion. No one, he'd be gone. He'd be so gone. Huge red flag. Yeah, like, Either no the rats, to... the rats, or stealing the man's land are both just no goes in my book. It's just, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. I mean, the only way this could play out possibly is if like somehow he involves Bash and Delphine that he was possessed by some demons. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only way I can see Narcisse pulling this off. I, you never know with him. He pulls stuff out of nowhere, so who knows? Well, that's how we got introduced to him, right. ironically, when he when he paid off the woman to pretend to be King Henry for Francis. Exactly. So he, he's... He's capable of anything. <laughs> Wouldn't put it past him. Whatever it is, he's got to resolve that fast because this is, like I said, this is not a white lie. Yeah. If this if this gets out to Lola, oh boy. Yeah. And the fact that Catherine knows is what makes it so volatile. 
Right. Because, and the way Lola picked up on it of she's not one to, you know, she's usually She'll brag about it, yeah. And now she's pieced it together. Now now Catherine's in in the driver's seat. Mm Mm-hmm. In the driver's seat, in the know, and Catherine with information like that is pretty dangerous. (laughs) Pretty dangerous to the relationship. And I think she's going to tell her. I think she's going to tell her. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's got to be opportunistic, right? For exactly. Because number one, she can either torture Lola with the information. Number mm-hmm. two, she could get what she wants. Now, what what does she want from Lola? I'm not sure. She wants Narcisse. She wants her lover back. I think. That's so, but but at some point, when do you stop? And you know, as Catherine say, okay, this mm-hmm. is this is Francis, his the mother of right. The My only grandson, child that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, at what point do you stop and say that, and just be like, "Okay, listen, I got to stop messing with her." I don't know. It's Catherine. <laughs> she has no limits, I don't think. So, yeah, but family is the limit, right? That's always been her limit. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like eventually, it's like she she just got to realize it in that way. Just got to reel it in. No. It, so, uh, you know, you, you kind of mentioned, obviously, that Narcisse stole the land, and there, there's right. a reason for it, because he's trying to get, he's trying to be able to make sure that he has enough land to be able to vote properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lola brings up the fact that, you know, they should move there, and they could be away from court. Narcisse says no. Yeah, he's not about Why it. Why not? That would be the perfect escape plan at the moment. I think he loves court. I think he loves kind of all the grandeur and everything that comes with it. I don't think he can get away from it. But what if, like, what if that was his day job? <laughs> so he's got a day and a night job. Yeah, he's, he's commuting. Right in, come out, you know. He's commuting. Uh, hey, I mean, I'm I'm with Lola on this one. I get where she's coming from, but I don't think Narcisse is the type of guy to just leave court, especially think, when he's trying to acquire land so he can, you know, have his vote on the council. Or you, so you know, yeah. Do you think that Narcisse is, uh, for for lack of a better term? Just bad at covering up things, or is he the type that that is just such a thrill seeker that he loves leaving loose ends <laughs> just to be in the danger of it all? I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> um, I think he's a thrill seeker. I think he likes kind of like Catherine said, he likes to hunt, even if it's not like a conquest, a female conquest. If it's just uh, a conquest in general, I think that's what he likes. I don't know. He's not really good at tying up his loose ends. You would think he'd be a lot better at that. And a lot better at covering his tracks, too. Maybe. Hopefully. One would hope. Yeah. (laughs) But again, I I think there is that element. Because there are people out there, they just just don't care. It's part of the, you know, if I get caught, like... Right. It's part of the challenge. Like, How am I going to get out of that? Right. Exactly. You know, it's no different. You know, like, that's what what great writing sort of is when when you t- just continue to put your character, you know, you challenge yourself as a writer, put your characters in the worst of situations. They're like, well, how do I get them out of that, this? Right. So I, I think, you know, they certainly do good writing enough. to that. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens with Narcisse. Good luck to you, buddy. Yeah. But so it, what do you think is going to happen with the love triangle there? You know what? The way it's headed, because part of it is th- there's the, aspect of okay what's going to happen within the actual story right Mm -hmm. but then there's the aspect of it okay what do i as a fan want right and right now what i want as a fan is i think he's just deplorable and so i don't want it for lola i think Mm -hmm. francis francis was right all along Mm -hmm. and you know apparently last second he was duped into saying like hey go marry right go marry narcisse he's a good guy no he's not Mm -hmm. and at this point he's just gone so far that I don't, to, in, at least in, again in my eyes, he's not redeemable now. Whether or not that holds true for Rain, how he can pull that off, I'm sure there's a way, but not for me. Okay, okay. I don't know. Has he gone past the line of no return? For me, he's come really close. Definitely. Really close. <laughs> yeah, 
Again, dead rats with messages. That's still not the point of no return. I know, I know, I know. Um, But he's come a long ways from where his character started. And I know he's, he's not, you know... Not the best. Trust me, I love this to hate. This is why I half, of, half, of, half of women in America are like, I don't understand why I'm in a crappy relationship. <laughs> it's this not is working. Why. <laughs> this is why. But I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I like to cheer for people to change and become better people. But who knows? We'll see. It's not. But not at the cost of someone. This is true. I'm all for people changing, but not, okay, not, not. So you'll change what? When you've completely destroyed Lola? No, I don't want him to destroy Lola. Definitely not. And I don't think he will no, either. No, I love Lola. he certainly will. Right. So. And I don't want that to happen. Me as a fan does not want that to happen. So I think, I don't know. Something's going to happen with Narcisse. We'll see. But the problem is, he's a great character, and I love seeing him on screen. Right. But at the same time, he's just unredeemable. And so... I have to say, you know, he's got to be, he's got to be let go or something. Oh, wow. He's okay. just a bad dude. Bad dude. <laughs> like, Phil don't fall like him. Phil doesn't Do like him. Do not fall for it. He's not a good dude. Despite everything. I know, I know. Yeah, he's not. He's not. I just, I have hope. I'm holding out hope. Okay. Uh, even though it's right there in front of my face. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should all take example from Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. No kidding. This is a strong woman. Yeah. And you know what? She's got every man in England and everywhere else going trying to tell her what to do, but she just won't. I love that. Uh let's let's start let's start with Dudley, right? Mm-hmm. Because here's they've kind of gone back and forth and now she tells him they need to end it. He gets her spirits all up and then he I don't he's not going to now, now, now he's kind of going in a different route. Especially, I mean, maybe, maybe he could certainly lying to his wife and everything yes. like that. Yeah. But uh, you know, if if what he told his wife towards the end is going to hold, then that's going to break Elizabeth's heart, right? And I don't, I for some reason I don't think it's going to hold because he told Elizabeth right that he'd do anything. He loves her. Mm-hmm. He'd do anything. Still stay with her. So I don't. I don't know about them, about those two. We shall see. But I, mean, I am happy that she's just going off on her own, doing her own thing. Strong woman. Strong woman. Yes. But again, <laughs> even though people know about this relationship, mm-hmm. this is a relationship that she cannot have. No. Because, I mean, obviously, the, you know, the exposition is all there, so I'm not going to repeat it. But... In terms of being a woman, yeah. It, I mean, in the, in the vaguest sense, any person that's right for the, the throne, if she's a woman and she's like, heck, I'll get married and I'll get knocked up, great. You're in line. Elizabeth, thanks for playing. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It all goes out the window. window. With just a guy knocking up a woman. Yeah. She, I mean, Elizabeth's got it. I think all royals kind of have it tough in that department. But... I don't know. What do you think is going to happen um, with Dudley? I, I think it's. I, I, I think for at least the time being, he's going to hold true to his word with his wife. Okay. And I it, because I I think just the way it was set up, um, story wise, it's kind of going in that direction. Mm-hmm. You know because. Again, he uh, he built her up. She's all gun ho. She said no to um, our Spaniard, right? And we'll talk, obviously talk about that. And then, you know, to not have it go that way would be kind of slightly weird. You know, she, she she needs to feel alone. Like Dudley's her one hope right, right. now. Mm-hmm. And if that goes away, it's going to be interesting to see how she reacts. Right, because she'll be completely alone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was just demoralized. Like, Completely. show me your womanhood. I, I, <laughs> my jaw hit the Not floor. For- I was like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness! Cannot believe somebody had the audacity to to go there to a queen, no less. Wow. Yeah. It was all factual. <laughs> yeah. 
But this is, I mean, this is, even despite that, right, as strong a queen as she may be, mm-hmm. this was, this is the type of stuff that she has Had to put to deal up with. with. Right. And, you know, I mean, this is, she did it, right? That's the part that I kind of vaguely. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think she did. Maybe she possibly did. Maybe. Well, if she did, then, I mean, the, the one of the horrible kind of thoughts of this is that now he's a man who has seen her womanhood. Exactly. And now he can <laughs> literally, like, because we know how rumors get spread, especially in this world. And, and Yeah. So if he has knowledge of her womanhood, that that's literal power right now. Exactly. In the worst of ways. Exactly. So. I don't think he did, though. Because she came out, I mean, she was livid when she came out. And she actually, when she was telling, um, who was she telling? When she was telling the guy that was there, you know, what exactly she was mad about, I think she said, like, he wanted to see my womanhood and I'm not, I'm not going down that route. Mm-hmm. Can't believe that I have to, do, you know, I have to, I'm just going to be alone. No man is going to rule me or tell me what to do. And I was like, yes. Good Fair for enough. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, again, for me, it was kind of 50 50, but, uh, you, you know. All right. You made you made good points that she didn't do it. Yeah, right. I don't think we'll see. I don't think she did though. You know what? Power to her if she didn't. But at the same time, I wouldn't say that she's any less of a person for if she did. You know what I mean? Because that that is the most awkward like, position. To demoralizing, be put. <laughs> awkward. Yeah. It just it run the gamut of words like that. Yeah. Because I, I mean, part of. It, it wasn't the, the the worst of it was it wasn't sexual. We know that, mm-hmm. um, but it also wasn't factual. It no. was more of I have this power, and I will, and just you know you because the way Catherine opened up the the whole dialogue was I as a woman and mm-hmm. I forget the exact quote, but that you know as a, as a female ruler, so on and so forth, and so he was literally countering that point of it of like okay, listen. Yeah, and you think you're in control, but here's the situation. Exactly, and he straight up told her, like, when you're my wife, you're going to have to do other things for me as well. That's just, you know, how it is. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Women did not yeah. have it easy. No, no. Well, at least she had the power to just say no and be done with it, and you know, rule her kingdom. She was doing, you know, she's ruling her kingdom on her own. It's not like, but at what cost? You know, because I give her a lot of credit when, mm-hmm. when you know, how, how would it look if a Protestant married a Catholic? And she said, you know, there's right. only one God. Yeah. Um, the rest is all just my stupid details. So I give her credit there. And she could have literally counteracted, um, at, at, at that point, Mary's only plan. Right. Because we know the plan, she was obviously supposed to marry Charles, but that wasn't going to work out. So, and as they have the world's strongest navy. Right. And it would have been great for England. And even though they're defeating, the, you know, the, the, they have enough manpower and, and gold and whatever else to, to continue a war with Scotland, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> to have Spain and, yeah, the biggest kingdom in all of Europe. What do you think, before, obviously, this thing happened, what do you think of his wooing tactics? Because he's, you know. He came in as a charmer. Just like saying, "Oh, I I don't need the other queens. I desire you." You know, she was she was kind of buying it hook, line, and sinker. He was definitely a charmer coming in, and and then he kind of flipped the switch. But even when he was flipping the switch on her in the room and they are in private, he was still doing it in an oddly charming, like not charming way, but it was still like the same cadence as when he was talking to her when he first came in. I thought that was really interesting. I think he came from the school of Narcisse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just egotistical. I can say whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, you know, I, I love the speech and the, just the way, just even going to the, um, you know, they say no suitors been able to, you know, even get a word out because you sent, but I think it's because they were rendered speechless. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Right, he's like throwing the ultimate one-liner at her right there. That's that's uh, you know that's that's British court yes. one-liners. <laughs> that's wonderful. I, I I will give him credit for being that bold. He was a charmer coming into it. 
So, but do you think this was a mis- do you think it was a mistake for Elizabeth to do this? To, to send him on his way? No. If somebody talked to me like that, you know, no way, especially when they were in their little negotiation meeting. I mean, there's yeah, no but, way you can live with someone after that. Granted, I know it's, you know... Okay, this is not the same thing. Uh-huh. I understand this. Uh-huh. But I'm going to use it as an example because this is the only one I can think of. Um, during the Civil War, Abe Lincoln wanted to get this general, uh, you know, because it was obviously going to help his side. And so, you know, he goes to meet with him and he gets there at like 5.05 and he says, I'm, I'm here to see the general. And his secretary's like, uh, he won't take any visitors. Uh, you're going to have to come back tomorrow, you know, past five. So so Abe, knowing that he needs this. And again, this is the president. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not like this, this, this isn't Abe before he was president. Abe Lincoln is here. He He's the president. Okay. He wants to see this general. And the general tells him, no, F off. Up and, you know, you want to see me? You're going to wait till tomorrow. So Lincoln waits. Till the next day, and then eventually does it. But here he again. The the point of the story is that Lincoln knew that he needed this general, and so he was willing to humble himself to able to get it. Okay. Again, completely different situation. Yeah. <laughs> but when you know you're facing pressure from everywhere to to you know ensure England in the right way, you know at what point do you just have to take it, despite what again the humbling right. cost may be. Which unfortunately is showing your womanhood. No, that was yeah. That was that's my line. <laughs> Cannot cross that line. He's got to go. He's got to go. That's well, just me. What 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 would you do? I don't. It, it, it's a tough call for a number of reasons. Number mm-hmm. number one, I've never been a woman. Right. So, <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel for you guys. But again, I mean, it's it's uh, there is a point that you have to just say, okay. I'm, I, I have to suck it up and see this I is would the world. say for her to suck it up with another suitor. Not with him after that. For me that's But just, what are her options? I, no, I, I know, I know she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't have too many options. What is she gonna go back to Charles? There's no way mm. she can get Charles like now. Yeah. Like, I, the, I know. The list slim is, pickings. <laughs> well she kicked out everybody. Yeah. Well maybe she can go back to somebody else. I don't know. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> I'm sure, no, especially if, if if a guy was rejected, I, I'm sure his number one thing is going to be like, okay, listen, if you want me, and he's going to do some deplorable right. thing in that regard, and right. she's really, you want me to do this? I'm like, yep. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Go These are to... sick men during <laughs> sick time, okay? I know, I know. You never know what they're going to ask for. There's always for. Conde and his brother. I don't know. Or no, his brother's married, right? Not yet. No. No? Yes, but... I thought he was married. Yeah, that? but <laughs> she was dying, but wasn't really right, dying. Right, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> there but you go. There's there's an option. Conde. <laughs> I think, well, Conde... But but even the brother, I, I think, regardless, right. you know, he he's one to marry up. Yeah. I'm sure... I'm sure he'd be, like, stabbing her just to... Right. Just to be a widower and then... Hey, Inherit Elizabeth. everything, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, so there you go. That's that's Elizabeth's storyline. It's going to be interesting where it fully goes. I'm super excited for it. I was nervous because I thought she was going to go for it, and then that would be the end of what what Mary was setting up. Right. Obviously not the case. All right. So let's talk about the storyline of the night, Francis. <laughs> Did you think this was the episode that he was going to die? Yes, I thought this is it. Did you this see the is... previews going no, into? No, I didn't see the previews because they, in some ways, they kind of spoiled it because you had the blood coming out of the ear, and and then immediately after you had to wake up. Yeah, uh, so it was like, well, is he dead or is yeah, he not? Yeah. So I know I was completely floored. I was not expecting it. I thought this is the episode he's going to be done for. We're going to, you know, kind of move on after that. And I actually liked the fact that he came back to life. I think that was a cool little twist that I was not expecting. Well, I I, I think that wasn't so much the twist. I think, mm-hmm. you know, especially at least with the previews, you know, people were expecting that. Right. They weren't expecting the mother. Yes. That was the right. twist. Right. Because, 
the way you know, I, I, I going back and looking at it, I love the way they set it up of you know these trade routes and uh, just as as on the nose as her letter was to Mary, um, you know, don't worry, the throne is safe until you get yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Sure it is. <laughs> and let me finish this video before I die. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I that that was that was laid out very nicely throughout the episode. And, I agree. And when Mary gets this information, we'll see. We'll what she, see what happens. Because now it forces action. And what it she, sure does. She has to. She has to go defend her country. Yeah. And, yeah. And again, it still leaves us in that weird space of is Francis really. 100% okay. Yeah, I don't think he's 100% okay. I think he's back for a couple episodes, maybe, and then he eventually dies. But from what? The sickness? Same thing, yeah. I think it's the same sickness. Same sickness. And I think... How do you think Mary's going to react? Or everyone in that room, that was in that room, is going to react knowing that it was Mary's mother who died in place of Francis? Well... It, it's going to be interesting how how words gets to them and how fast. Right. So I'm going to be kind of curious about that because I, they, you know, an interesting thing would be if they played with the information not going to marry for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I, I you know, I, I don't know, but once once she does find out, it's going to hit Mary the hardest. Um. And I think if I was Francis, or at least the way Francis has been historically, I think he's going to be upset at Mary. Right. Because, you know, he set up everything in order post his life that it would be perfect or, you know, least secure. And she went against that. Yeah. Now it's who knows. Yeah. yeah completely changes where the story was going to go. Catherine must be happy, though. She must be really proud of Mary for like, wow, you... You brought my son back to life. Exactly. Pound yep. it here. But did she even know, though? Because I don't think... No, Catherine yeah, doesn't know. Yeah, she didn't know. know. Right. Uh, but I think once she gets word Finds of out. this... Exactly. Yeah. So do you think then she'll be a little bit more nice to Mary? I think so. But but as history has shown, it, it usually lasts for maybe a month at court. Right, exactly. And then something happens. Exactly. And then she's back on the bad side. Yeah. Yeah. So... It, it's one of those interesting bits, and uh, you know, I, I, I give. We've seen this tactic before from Mary of the whole uh, ciphers and you know misinformation. So it's it's a tactic that you know is her go-to. Mm-hmm. I would have maybe liked to see something a little bit more clever, but again, that's only because we've seen it before. So what would you like to have seen? I don't know. I want to see because the whole point is that you know I look at Mary as someone who is intelligent and can be resourceful, mm-hmm. so I don't want her just to have, be a one 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 trick pony, pony. right? So. Oh. But hey, if it works, yeah. it works. <laughs> I mean, don't you know if it's not broken? Don't fix yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it so. works. Uh, any other thoughts on on this episode that we we haven't discussed or? I think we discussed everything. I was just the ending was the big part for me. I'm super yeah. excited to see what comes Were you next crying? week. I was about to cry <laughs> a little bit, especially when um Mary said, you know, I'll take my life mm-hmm. instead of his. Like I'll gladly do that. That is that is like true unconditional love right there. And I think that really showed through. I think I don't know, deep and part of it could have just been literally the preview, but I, I wasn't getting that moment, and you know what? No. I there's there's you See, know, I sometimes you want there's there's plenty of shows where if someone dies, right. I'll, I'll tear up. I'm willing right. to admit, but I'm this was not that episode. So. <laughs> Anything <laughs> makes me tear up. I'm like, oh, love, yes. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. this was not that. Not that. No. Uh, not this time. So hard to steal. <laughs> All right. Well. That's the episode. If we missed anything, feel free to comment uh, over on YouTube, Absolutely. on iTunes, on the website. However, you kind of listen to us, you know, comment with us that way. Uh, we're also, 
you know, uh, at AfterBuzz TV or uh, what's your Twitter? Did, did you say it at the top? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't actually. But my Twitter and Instagram is at Alina Vision. It's just my name spelled yeah, out. So yeah. You, you can tweet with her. You can yeah, tweet with absolutely. Me, and, and we can kind of talk about this episode and everything else. You know, we would love to. Um, so let's get into one of our favorite segments, Castle Corner. Yay. And uh, I want to have <laughs> you read it tonight, and I'll kind of okay. interject. All right. So tonight's castle corner, we have the Chateau de Roque. Oh, it's goodness. French. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a long one. I mean, so I'm going to try my best. Roquetalade? I think so. Okay. We'll go with that. Um, it is a castle in Mazarez near Bordeaux um, in the French... In the French department of Gironde, Charlemagne, on his way to the Pyrenees with Roland, built the first fortification there. Of this old castle, nothing remains but imposing ruins. In 1306, with the permission of the king, of the English king Edward I, Cardinal de la Monte, nephew of Pope Clement V, built a second fortress and a square in. Square and plain, plain, yeah, with six towers and a central keep. The structure was restored by Violette de Duke, Le Duc, and one of his pupils, Duthois, between 1850 and 1870. The extraordinary interior decorations with its furnishings, paintings, and paintings were created by Violette de la Duc uh, and are listed as French heritage. Hmm. The Chateau Park includes remains of the medieval curtain wall with the bar- Barbican, uh, the Pesquay Stream and its banks, the 19th century chalet, and the Crompette Pigeon Loft. Uh, the castle has served as a location in several films, including, oh my goodness, this is a long one, Fantomas Contre Scotland Yard, and Le... Podcasts. We'll just say a lot yeah. of movies. <laughs> Brotherhood and the Wolf. Um, it has been listed as a monument historique by the French Ministry of Culture since 1840. The castle has been lived in by the same family over 700 years. Wow. It has been open to the public since 1956 and is the most visited in the Bordeaux region. Open all year round, visits in English with the owners are also possible. Nice. Other activities at the castle include a famous production of White Garves Wine, Chateau Fort de Rocolande, (laughs) I cannot pronounce that word, and Baze de Cattle Breeding. Woo! There you go. There we go. So I chose this because, you know, sort of tied in with the with the wine theme of tonight's episode and, and this. By the way, uh, fans, you know what? I, I really hope you give it up for her. Uh, reading these is not easy. Oh, it's part of my torture for both <laughs> Keaton and now, now her. And, uh, you know, obviously her first episode, uh, not at After Buzz, but certainly for Rain. And so right. I hope you guys embrace her. Uh, show her the same love that you show us week in, week out. Oh, thank uh, you. We, we appreciate it. And, um, you know, that's what's going to make her return. Otherwise, you know, if Keaton's not here, it's just going to be me. So <laughs> as much as maybe you might want that, I don't necessarily need that. So I'd prefer to have, I'd, I'd prefer to have other people on the panel. And you know what? Um, she gets my vote of confidence. So uh, thanks. But uh, also going back to this castle, uh, there were a couple of photos that she was reading that um, maybe were displayed for you guys. But, uh, you know, I, the, there's... It was designed to have the six pillars, right, and or, or six towers, mm-hmm. and there's a great aerial view of kind of how that, that is. Beautiful. So there, there's there's a side that has four, and then you know two on the back. Um, but then, even though it's not technically a tower, there's the middle piece, which is great, right? Um, and we kind of have a couple of uh, photos from a map perspective of. You know the local region. Then kind of zoom out, and then uh, that's that's where it is. On you know, in terms of in terms of where it is, it, it's closer to uh, Spain. Yeah, it is. It's very definitely close down to, in the Bordeaux region. Yeah. yeah, and apparently it's very popular. So you know, I know. they got tours. Yeah, check out some of those movies. So if you're in the area, take a tour. Um, and by the way, I, for the most part, not 
you know, there's a lot of castles that do weddings. Mm-hmm. If, if any of these castles don't do a wedding, just ask if you can do your wedding there. I'm sure they'll say yes. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun if you could, you know. Get married at a castle? Yeah. Yeah, it would. Um, so there you go. That's Castle Corner. Now for some quick news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So some positive news. Uh, the ratings last time out were we're a little bit lower. We at, we were at about uh, 900k mm-hmm. for for the episode for episode three, but this time we're coming back in strong. We're we're at almost a million, which is good. We're on, we're on the up and up. So and yes. again, it's that Friday time slot, so it's not the easiest, but it continues to show support. That's how the show is going to stay on air. That you guys like love it. Obviously, why, why else would you listen to an after show about it? Right. If you didn't so. You know, and, and tell your friends about this show. Get them caught up. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's on, well, it's on Netflix, and I, I believe it's on Hulu. So get people caught up. Get, get them going now. And I just got my husband into it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What's he, does he like it? He, he's like, it's a CW show. I never watch CW shows, but I had to explain everything to him. And, yeah, he's he's into it now. There he doesn't know. want to admit it, but he's into it. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it's I, th- I think it bridges both. Uh, something for men, something for women. Right, exactly. So. And it, it, he likes it because it's it looks modern. It has mm-hmm. a kind of modern touch and flair to it. So yeah. he can get into it, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, so that, that was uh, encouraging news. Now let's get into predictions for the next episode. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. What do you predict? Oh wow! There's so much to predict. Did you see the preview? Or you, I know you... I haven't seen the preview yet. Okay. So I'm predicting that um, obviously Francis is back. I don't think I think it might even be for one episode. Um, I think Mary and Catherine are going to be super excited, and they're going to try to I don't I don't know figure out another way. I think they will get the news that Mar- uh, Marie de Guise is. Gone. He is gone. I think it'll be in this next episode. And then I think the following episode will probably be dealing with that. But um Here's what we here's what could potentially be worse. Mm-hmm. If they don't find out and other people do. Right. Because like Elizabeth. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's just one of those things like no news is good news, so you're just right. Yeah, Francis, Francis is alive. Right. We'll go boating. Yeah. We'll do all these things. <laughs> things are looking up. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of Scotland's getting invaded. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that that might be something that they could play with. Exactly. Uh, I think, I don't know if um, uh, Nostradamus is back, but mm. in terms of the preview, they they showed like there's other ways for Francis to die. I think from what I remember, it was very vague in that sense. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I also think Francis is not out of the woods yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of see how how it eventually plays out. Um, beyond that, we didn't really get much more in the preview. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. I, I'm I'm curious to see how Elizabeth handles Dudley and I I, I don't mm-hmm. think Dudley for at least for the time being is going to be receptive to Elizabeth so that that'll be interesting okay how that plays out but I, I do th- uh, and this information however however and whoever it gets to first obviously is going to have the upper hand right so that'll be interesting I agree what do you think is going to happen with Bashan Delphine you know th- they just have him doing. He's just an auxiliary <laughs> yeah, player. Right. I want them to kind of come up with something a little bit more solid for him. him. And obviously, like the the storylines converge completely. Yeah. I mean, there's no greater example of it than tonight mm-hmm. when she saves his and saves Francis's life. So I get that, but at the same time, it sometimes it takes longer than I want to get there. And let's bash can bash can do. He's he can be political. He's shown that he can be good. Mm-hmm. So let's let's have him do something. Let's have him, you know, be in there more. That's <laughs> do right. Something, yeah. Anyway, so that, that's my thoughts. And of course, you guys at home have your own predictions, which we love. So feel yes. free to, you know, use that keyboard type. Of yes, I want to see them all. And let us know. Uh, we do read them. I don't always respond, but I do read them and check them out. And Keaton uh, will hopefully be back from the Magic Castle. Lucky next girl, time. yeah. <laughs> but regardless, you're back next week, correct? Yes, yes I am. There we go. So um, 
so yeah, like I said, welcome her to the family. If if you write no other comment this week than that, Aww. so be it. We'll accept it. <laughs> uh, see you guys next Sunday for another edition of Rain here on AfterBuzz TV. Where can everyone follow you? Oh, that's right. I. <laughs> Here at AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> but what about for you? You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alina Vision. There you go. Thanks, yeah. Marissa from the booth, <laughs> for always checking in on us. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz see you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.